0: one its own and that's
1: (laughs) slice of life life.
0: okay I feel like we only understand this joke but I'll give you some context basically I think I think too fast for my own good and everything that I want to say just spills out randomly I've had this problem multiple times so I think I tried to say to each its own and I kept saying to one its own. And I like, repeatedly Elizabeth looking at me with disappointment. She was like, what the hell did she just say? What, what <laughs> words came out of her mouth? And like, at first I was like, oh, Elizabeth thinks my phrase is so smart. Oh no. <laughs> I repeated it and she was like, It's
1: to each it's own. (laughs) I did not say it like that. I did not say it like that. (laughs) Okay, she didn't say it like that. Do you see? Do y'all see how she warps every voice into her (laughs) This is why, you know what? She has conversations with me and I'm not even there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just the interpretation. But I've done this so many times. Like, I said, I think... I think it's... Oh, I said it's on the tip of my finger
1: one time. Right. Okay, well... Mm,
0: yeah, you take and you get. I don't even think I said that one correctly. You're giving your take. <laughs> I
1: don't know what it is. Maybe we should just move on. <laughs> Let's move on. I think this is okay. a good transition. So for context, I missed this. I think it's been a month since we've had a podcast That's episode. We weird.
0: A podcast with just ourselves.
1: Yes, yes. I said yas? Okay. Anyway,
0: but that's not to say that we didn't love all the collabs. They were so fun. It was so fun getting to meet new people and like hear different people's ideas and voices. I
1: but, agree, and that's coming from me.
0: So. Yeah, I just, this is coming from actually. You know what? I feel like Elizabeth has actually gotten more social than I am.
1: But Considering it's not, how many
0: people you have been talking to in
1: university, I don't even think you can do that. It's a little scary. It is intimidating. It is by the way that they stare. Um. Yeah. <laughs> And they share. Is he,
0: are you approaching people or are people just approaching you?
1: And so I was on the phone with my friend, Michaela, who's been on the show before. Love and you. I saw this girl just walk by because I was in an area that not many people were in because everyone was in class or at the library, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I was just standing there and then some girl kind of walks by and she glances at me. And then something in my head. I've told this to Sanjana, where sometimes I get something in my head and I have to do it. Like I have to listen mm-hmm. to it. Yeah and it's no longer like a gut feeling it's like a like something telling me in my head so I suddenly had this strange like need to kind of reach yeah, out to her so Jana knows recently that whenever things like this happen I kind of lose thought or a train of thought of every of everything happening around me mm-hmm. so I told Michaela I was like I, I gotta go and she was like what because I was in the middle of a conversation it's, just, it's like, just like you become like speechless,
0: really, from like because it, it's like a weird, overwhelming feeling that's coming up. I don't even say overwhelming; it's just like
1: a weird feeling that's coming up. It is. So I even hung. I think I hung up before she like said bye, Michaela. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't thinking, so I go up to her and I I just said, "Hey, are you lost?" And she she said, "No, she wasn't like physically lost, but mentally she was, and that's the scary thing."
0: How do you know? Did she say that she was mentally. Oh, it's like, hey, sorry, I'm mentally lost, but good point.
1: <laughs> no, she spilled her entire, like, week to me.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. To me, like, a stranger.
0: It's not. That's. I want to know what to do. I Elizabeth, mean, in her defense, you have a very, like, approachable persona. Like i've told you this before it feels like if i when i first meet it feels like i could
1: just tell you my entire life story it's just weird I'm, i mean no, you, you did that but after we had conversations like multiple
0: oh that's true that's and true. i just
1: asked her are you lost no, but and yeah, then she goes well
0: a random person you know
1: and it happened oh my god three is a pattern it happened three times today with three different people I, know, I think it just might be you, really. No, i Okay, but, like, my face, I'm wearing a mask, and it covers, like, you can only see my eyes. But, mm-hmm. uh, so this is the psychoanalyzing episode that's been on high demand, and I feel like... So many of our audience got like, or so much of our audience got impatient because I kept saying, hey, y'all want this psychoanalyzing episode? Okay, first we're going to do summer collabs. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to release our books and then we will do it. I know. Rough transition, but let's start with emotional repression in our generation. <laughs> I'll explain. Just we're
0: going like- strong. We're going strong
1: yeah so this is not meant to offend anybody um we will be I mean, there's just our opinions on it yes we will be adding like the psychology behind it not that you have to agree with science because clearly mm-hmm. a lot of people don't but let's get into it for sure. and we'll try to approach it from every perspective because i'm aware that we have different opinions from probably yeah, sure. all of you and all the, your different states and countries um, but let's get into it. So I think mm-hmm. we can start with our generation, which is Gen Z. And we can start with it because well we're in it and I think we know Okay, what we so know. we know our
0: generation the best since we're in it.
1: <laughs> yes. But uh so I've noticed of course the theme of my week, apparently, because I'm some weird character in a book, is <laughs> <laughs> is emotional repression. And mm-hmm. basically this means that uh I guess it's kind of caused by invalidate invalidating emotions like if you have grown up with um people all your life or maybe part of your life that have really influenced you to not show your emotions, to not use your emotions as like an excuse to take a break and to have mm-hmm. time to yourself, but to always be like go go go, um no breaks, um just <laughs> stepping on the gas the whole way without che- without checking in with yourself mm-hmm. then you might be emotionally repressed especially if you don't know yeah. how to deal with your emotions you're or the very emotions emotionally of others. yeah you're not in a very mm-hmm. emotionally welcome environment like- and i feel like there are two or maybe multiple types of people there are the people that uh don't know how to respond to trauma which is okay you shouldn't have to respond to something so horrible Um, But that also might mean that you don't know how to respond to your own emotions.
0: Exactly. I think the overarching idea is, though, you don't use that to justify being... Oversharing, which, again,
1: is the other extreme. A lot of people do tend to overshare because they don't don't understand... No, were just,
0: like take out their repressed emotions and anger onto other people
1: and this can also be subconscious in that you were you know some people have been taught to like talk about you know trauma like it's nothing because they were never taught to treat it as anything other than nothing um okay. and it's like or it wasn't seen as a priority your emotions were never seen as a priority
0: your feelings your trauma were never seen as a priority when but- they should be number
1: one, hundred percent. Again, in causes because we turn we tend oh my god, I'm sounding like one of my professors. We are also filming this at like ten thirty PM.
0: Yes. So forgive us if we are a little bit more illiterate than usual, me specifically. But
1: <laughs> illiterate is not the word either, but like <laughs> Um, and I also had like a Portuguese lesson earlier and like this professor with a really thick accent, so like everything's all, all the languages are clouding. Are all all her
0: trilingual languages are all <laughs> in eye, just juggling
1: feelings. I'm accidentally thinking in Spanish.
0: But... You know, my issue is that I just think too fast. Her issue is that she thinks in too many languages. What mm. but but an interesting
1: mm. phenomenon. We're, we're the duo. I can't even talk. But uh, so, some causes, and this is psychological because. Uh, Going back to the whole thing of nature versus nurture, do Mm -hmm. y'all remember that? A big one. If you don't, then, you know, nurture is basically the way that you grow up in your environment and how you're kind of encouraged or discouraged throughout your life by the different people in your life. Mm -hmm. And this means like parents, teachers, um, even friends. is kind of like your genetics and I know people don't like to Look at their genes and be like, no, this isn't why I'm like this, but it it is, you know, um, trauma and generational gen- oh my god, generational curses. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just mental illness or any mannerisms are sometimes passed down through family lines, so that is a reason contributing to it. Um, but I know one example I can give is that uh someone i had spoken to or been spoken to this week personal experience (laughs) had mentioned how the reason that they grew up with you know repressing their their emotions is because their teachers would say don't use your traumas or your like family emergencies and as an excuse not to do your homework because you have wi-fi you have Wi-Fi wow. at the hospital, you have Wi-Fi at home. been raised, especially in America, not to toot America's horn, because this is actually very bad, um, it's been encouraged to, like, work until you break a bone.
0: No, in a lot of other places you work to live, here you live to work. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's terrifying. Like, I understand, like, enjoy your
1: job. It's hard, especially with minimum wage and, exactly. like, entry-level, supposedly entry-level positions and Mm -hmm. just beating the competition, especially if you're a minority, you know?
0: I also know like, yes, there's gonna be some people who take advantage of that system if you do have it in school, like, oh yeah, like they could just lie about a trauma that happened, but why should people who actually encounter that trauma have to be punished for their actions, you
1: know? Mm -hmm. And another example, so that was an example of repressing emotions in, you know, our generation, one where it's like trauma dumping and you know trauma dumping is essentially where you um you don't necessarily rant you just complain about everything all at once and again not many people are equipped to deal with trauma as you can see our generation tends to laugh everything off because we're so desensitized from uh trauma so or it's kind of like oh
0: other people are going through it like whatever you know
1: like. or it's a trend or it's a pity party or it's mm-hmm. a competition i think the competition one's definitely a big one it's
0: kind of like oh you're going through that well blah, 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 blah. well
1: so i you know yeah so and it's it's kind of pushed through social media and kind of like humans are competitive creatures but come on exactly. C- competing i about. think that
0: not only doesn't do that but it kind of like i know no one wants like to have a mental illness but when it kind of becomes a trend people are quick
1: to be like to adopt it
0: yeah to want to fall into that lifestyle because they're like oh i have these symptoms and someone on tiktok said that they had these they have the diagnosis mental illness. so i probably have a mental illness and they kind of fall into that cycle it's kind of like oh Mm -hmm. i have it and i'm just going to
1: and as someone that studies psychology it's so annoying and i understand that you can bond with people over that but and that half does, the time it's really
0: helpful, but
1: like Yeah, and labeling yourself that's always almost always a bad thing. Not concerning like identity, but concerning the fact that you're adopting a mental illness to yourself. You are not your mental illness. You have one or you don't have one. Mm-hmm. Or you exactly. you acquire one or you don't. And you know, it's a blessing not to have one, so let's not. You know, it just it kind of reminds me of the whole I think In one of our episodes early on, I mentioned how um, I had sleep paralysis, and so I went on to Reddit, and there were tons of people trying to ask, you know, how do I get it? I want to experience it. How do I get it? Is that we've really changed our language or our slang over the past year or two, Um, and I get that the pandemic has helped us grow in many ways, but to say to unnormalized and then wish to normalize silly thing it's suddenly there are so many silly tweets and there are so many positive pages but they're really like the toxic positivity where it's like Mm -hmm. normalize not talking to someone because their vibe doesn't match you no if you don't Mm -hmm. like someone then don't talk to them it's that simple trying to i feel like our generation we and i'll include us in here because we are in here we're trying to not hurt anyone's feelings but also hurt everyone's feelings
0: <laughs> i think that's a great way to put it we are so focused on it. it's like i can't believe he said this thing i can't believe he said that thing but then we're also so
1: hypocritical like, i don't
0: know what the word one is. of my like,
1: professors said that we are good at calculating but we're not good at thinking and so to elaborate on that so i can do good in his class and you know um re-explain Share this. with us. thanks um so basically we tend to calculate how others will see us our image how we present um everything um especially how we show ourselves to others and so we're calculating all of that and we're calculating our words and this and that but we're not really thinking about ourselves and we're not putting in the thought of like Mm -hmm. learning from mistakes or Mm -hmm. anything we're so hellbent on holding a grudge and showing other people to get an army behind us Uh, yeah cancel culture um and you know hopping onto trends and not thinking about what we want
0: trends cycle through so
1: they're called micro trends now because they go by so
0: quick because you would think from the vine era i know this is like another just branch of things but from the binary like we still have vines that we memorize when you know for those day like red work ahead i sure hope it does mm-hmm. but like here tiktok trends, you will find one audio every day a new one is trending every single day and it's crazy it's kind of like we are just cycling through it super super fast and it's kind of like i think it loses our appreciation for things definitely and it also it definitely contributes to what you,
1: like... We're also so codependent, and it's it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, some people can't even walk, you know, across, like, a cafeteria by themselves. For
0: sure. And that might, some might have due to, like, actual issues like anxiety mm-hmm. or anything like that. But then also it's kind of, like, why are we, it's also kind of made to think, like, it's cool to have anxiety. Yeah, like, look at all the mental illnesses I have. Blah, 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 blah i mean it's not to put a negative annotation on mental illnesses like
1: no it's like
0: don't make them trendy
1: and it's it's horrible because what i've experienced is that mental illness is already seen as underestimated you know as something that isn't real and then but really, it's like it's like a common cold. It's like a disease. It's like mm-hmm. cancer, and I'm comparing it to that strong of a disease because it and is like I a mean, cancer.
0: Both are illnesses. One might be biological, but that doesn't underestimate.
1: Definitely, and there's still biological processes occurring and physical changes. No one seems exactly. to understand that, and I know half of this generation or more than doesn't drink water. So go drink water right now.
0: It's actually crazy how many people I've met who think it's trendy not to drink water, and it's so concerning. It's like, yeah, like actually not only trendy to drink water. It's like yeah, I don't even drink water. How much of them think it's trendy to drink, and how much of them think it's trendy think it's trendy to do to vape, to smoke, to do any of those things, and that's not to be like.
1: And you see, you see, but the way the way you're saying it's not to say because it's sad that we have to say that. Exactly. it's sad that we have to kind of explain ourselves because we're scared of being per- perceived Judge, the wrong way
0: true, i just i don't because people don't think, think. people that's don't also, think you know what i think that's a great like the way that you worded this right now like because in this great point it's kind of just like one thing that you say people don't take a moment to see where you're coming from from it and they're exactly. all of a sudden going to attack you like if you take like
1: it I can be religion because I remember I've exact. told you like I'm Christian, but I'm not the Karen type, and I have to say that. People
0: so... will take the one thing that you say and, and twist run the with hell it. out of and it. Twist it. And, that, and that's not to say, but, <laughs> like, but, um, but like I know like some people are actually doing that on purpose, like or like some people might like say things and be like, oh, why did you not understand what I was saying? Like I've got uh, and they're but those. There's an intent where people are doing it with an intent to manipulate, and there's others who are doing it with an intent to explain, but not wanting to like explain every single part of their method.
1: And yeah, and see maybe- the way that you keep that you again sorry using you as an example that you say thank you <laughs> that you say not to say that, but that's the thing because when we're when we're cr- critiquing our generation, we're not talking about those that do it out of like an actual men- mental illness or an actual like issue we're talking straight and we're calling the people out that are doing it exactly. consciously it's not directed, because it's a, a choice it's direct- exactly
0: you will know if it's directed towards
1: you and everything's a choice so if you think <laughs> if you think you don't have a choice if you blame your actions on any issues we might have uh, whether you've been formally diagnosed or you diagnosed, diagnosed yourself, then you know it might explain it, but it doesn't excuse it. And that's another it's thing true. that Sanjana and I have been preaching since we made it's this okay. podcast. There's so For much God. of a lack, sorry, of a uh, holding people oh accountable, God. and <laughs> it's sad that it's the entire generation. For
0: sure, like, um, I don't know. I feel like there's so much like there's nothing wrong like for me there's peace and understanding why someone behaves the way that they behave but i'm not gonna be like oh that makes sense like so i forgive you just because you understand somebody does not mean they deserve your forgiveness or that you have to forgive them it's more to say like if you understand somebody then you will understand maybe how what actions not
1: to do or what actions to do and that's another thing we're so we're so forced to stay or to leave and it's it's hard because you if you tell someone yeah i love this person because blah 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 then they'll take it the wrong way so again communication is a huge issue despite having this digital age we even (gasps) second guess our text messages because we think we sound too mean we add emojis and exclamation points and caps because we think we sound mean
0: i'm so guilty for this But, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm so worried people are going to misunderstand what I'm saying. And maybe sometimes it's important to consider it and just, like, be aware of your words. But a lot of the time people are just, like, you have to avoid it so perfectly not to hurt anybody's feelings.
1: And what about your own?
0: Yeah. It's, like, then I feel like if you're so worried about perfecting the message i feel like honestly the message is going to be lost i like that oh thank you i came up with that on the spot i love it <laughs> thank you
1: um so that's that's on gen z and there are a ton of different issues that we could discuss but we're moving on if you're okay mm-hmm. with that i guess we can add that the generation under us what what are they called gen y or i actually have no idea no gen... i don't think it's gen y gen alpha <laughs> Something like that, I don't we'll know. figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But the generation under us, I can just say that they're gonna be a little bit more emotionally repressed, desensitized, Perfect. mentally ill. They're gonna to wanna to fit the trim so much more and they they want
0: to mature a lot faster.
1: And they look older. Like that's just a fact. Exactly. i I can't tell And I mean
0: it's 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 like why do you wanna grow up so fast? It's like they see everyone else i think also tiktok has this overarching problem it's like and you see everyone else having quote-unquote fun and that's like doing grown-up things which is and it's not to say (laughs) it's not to say but it's like they're doing grown-up things which are associated with the idea of fun and so you have these children thinking that the only way that you can have a fun fulfilling life is to do these grown-up things and then you fail to appreciate all of these small things around you like even i'm guilty of this like sometimes i succumb to, to the things that happen on tiktok it's like oh everyone's traveling everyone's going out i'm like oh maybe like i kind of it's like maybe my life isn't as adventurous as it's supposed to be but mm-hmm. honestly sitting down reading a book in front of a window Mm-hmm. it's so fun
1: it's so fun. and then like, there are like the 10 year olds you know wearing crop tops and going to the gym exactly. and you see we can't even say that because then we're gonna have an audience that says well people can wear exactly. what they want but here's exactly. the thing everything is already so sexualized we're in a patriarchal mean, like society you're
0: 10 you don't have to sexualize yourself please and it's like if you're 10 you shouldn't have to be worried about sexualizing yourself or worrying about some adult grown-up thing you're gonna do go color yeah it will be fun and we're just just being to
1: appreciate kid things you're a kid and we're doing the big sister thing because there are a lot of people that will sexualize children cough cough it's it's hard to find a gray area nowadays because we're so polarized and everything is so black and white but it really isn't there's a whole color spectrum and that's another thing everything has a spectrum um even like mental illness or like sexuality mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. everything and so i think that you know the younger generation is growing up with all this technology and i know that i grew up with like instagram but these people they're growing up with tiktok and snapchat i think
0: when we grew up with twitter. twitter we were definitely the first generation to meet be- affected by this
1: like influx of social media and, and they're starting are, up, they're also going through the pandemic
0: that's true and, and remote learning they
1: all they have they don't have
0: a true environment they only have an environment of social media because of the
1: pandemic and it's fake as much as we want to praise those like tiktok influencers it's all fake social media is a highlight reel it's not and even if there is the occasional picture of someone crying it's not real
0: exactly it's like you guys don't like you guys don't have to associate being happy with whatever they're doing just because they look happy they fail to show just the normal subliminal parts of their life which are just very bland but there's nothing wrong with being bland like
1: Mm -hmm. and so now many of many of you won't like this but we can now go into the cause of you know our generation and even the younger one which is the boomer generation because they grew up with you know war and uh weird humor weird jokes where you would pick out appearance and sexuality and racist racism and now they're like oh y'all guys can't take a joke well we can but if it's funny yeah like i I want them to tell a joke that
0: doesn't come at the expense of somebody else. Exactly, and and yourself- don't make jokes about people's trauma if it's not your trauma. Like,
1: and it also goes back to the thing where that person that I met had told me that it was her, it, oh, it was their teacher, that had, you know, instilled, the idea that they couldn't use any trauma or emergencies or anything that came up as an excuse to take a break from work so and they were probably older they were older so it is the older generation and if you disagree please talk to a nurse that works in a geriatric facility because they go through hell especially if they're a minority stubborn and
0: you know i've had like my parents and other older people of older generations tell me this and it's like sorry i completely lost my train of thought when i was gonna say that but it's like oh well, we're old we don't have to change it's your responsibility to kind of change
1: or but then they don't but listen that
0: makes no but that makes i feel like that's flawed logic in general because it's like you're older you have more experience it's your job to take care of the younger ones so it's your job to change mm-hmm. and accommodate to the customs that's another thing we're being forced to experience. grow
1: up And okay, if anyone is disagreeing right now, consider this. When you go to a restaurant, are you the type of person to get mad if, you know, your waiter forgets your food? And how do you... And it's okay to get mad. So now consider it's fine if you get mad. But now tell me, right now, how do you respond with that anger? Do you take it out on them? Or do you, you know, kind of like understand the fact exactly. that they're working 12 hours
0: what i was gonna say it's like over overall in all generations just us in general humanity in general even me even us like we fail like just to take a moment we let our emotions overwhelm us and we fail just to take a moment to maybe understand what the other person's going through.
1: and it's okay if the worker genuinely sucks because some people do like goof oh, off 100%, but.
0: but it's just like maybe just out of a small time just maybe and again see we're
1: doing it again we're we're not talking to the workers that are actually bad you know exactly we're just
0: talking to the one it's like i'll give you an example just like a couple days ago i had to call a college service and i was on hold for like two hours like i was just calling a bunch of places a bunch of the student faculty things and like i one of them finally picked up and was answering me but he had like an attitude the entire time he was like man are you there i'm on the call i can't hear you blah 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 but like i was like okay you know what he's probably had to deal with a bunch of questions today if i had to be on hold for a long time i can't even imagine how many calls that he had to answer Mm -hmm. just to take your time you took a moment yeah it's like just because someone brings anger onto you doesn't mean you always have to fight fire with fire
1: Mm -hmm. exactly and i think that's a good you know wrap up on us analyzing the generations and it is psychoanalysis if y'all want some mannerisms then i can give you some um there's that whole restless leg syndrome where a lot of students or maybe just people in general kind of like wiggle their leg under the I table do that,
0: so i don't even I recorded this video with my dad and I'm the one who swings side to side moving up and mm-hmm. down and he's like still as a stiff and I'm like, Oh my god, I move so and much. And it's because
1: we're not used to being so still because we never really have the chance and it feels awkward if we do have a time to break. Mm-hmm. And we also aren't very okay with ourselves, like being with ourselves. So
0: I agree. No, like it was weird, like these last two weeks Elizabeth was like, Santana, don't book your schedule. I was like, maybe for months I should listen because every single time I will always have something to do. Always find a volunteering opportunity, classes, something.
1: And And I understand that you're an extrovert, but I know when you check out, like
0: (laughs) she can tell every single time. And it has been so nice this week. Last week it was kind of rough, like trying to understand what to do with myself when you're bored. But it's such an experience. I think everyone should experience this. Just do something. Being bored, like. Honestly, can be bored and see what comes out of it. There's nothing wrong with being bored, and it's such an experience to encounter because you will try so many new things because you are so desperate, but the, like, the fact that you're trying new things, it's such a fun experience. Go mm-hmm. and be bored. Yes.
1: I <laughs> you know, that's so random. But- All right, guys, so that was our psychoanalysis of the generations. If you're still here, then you get to listen to Sanjana and I psychoanalyze each other.
0: Yay,
1: God, and so... I'm- And so in case, I realize I never gave you the definition of psychoanalysis, but it's basically, you know, taking a moment to kind of critique or kind of analyze someone for their mannerisms, for um, their behavior. Uh, It's like the little things you notice, but you can attribute a name to it and not to be all psyche on y'all, but...
0: (laughs) Psychology and
1: her skincare. And so, to be fair, I really look, like dug into my memory because usually psychoanalysis, there's always a piece of judgment that happens on a first impression. And I feel like it's interesting to reflect back I'm on. I'm so that. scared.
0: I'm so scared. <laughs> I did not like who I was sophomore year, I was embarrassing.
1: Okay, well, Sanjana, when I first met you in our anatomy and physiology class, you had asked for a colored pencil more than halfway into class, maybe 45 minutes out of the 90 minutes that we had.
0: Constantly unprepared. Check. Mm-hmm.
1: I noticed that you had trouble focusing on your work because you were busy being attentive to whoever you were interacting with. And I mean physically, like you would physically turn to the person and you would look at them. Even if they weren't looking at you, you would look at them. But then if a pencil fell like halfway across the room, you would snap your head over there. And then you would turn back and say, sorry, what were you saying?
0: No,
1: that sounds exactly like me. My mind is
0: all over the place Constantly.
1: All right, so then when we got into a psychology class together, and I think this was the year after, yeah. you never stopped asking questions, even if it was about a case study's name, which I think we made up a random name, Wendy.
0: Mm-hmm. I, how do you remember that? I had to dig. So I had
1: to dig. I like. Wow. Yeah. Um That's amazing. <laughs>
0: three years ago
1: and she remembers this amazing four actually okay but keep going and you have this ask is fascinating questions. to me <laughs> <laughs> thanks um i try you ask questions okay. because knowing is satisfying and you love listening to answers not reading them that is true recently i've gotten into reading though but before talking love mm-hmm. to talk and then your concept of trial and error is like so beyond your years, and I think it's due to like your upbringing. Like I would attribute it to that. You know, for you sure. make a mistake, you fidget over it a day, you journal about it, and then you move on. And this is
0: exactly like something
1: I do. I remember when you came in person and you told me that you were in all these sports when you were younger, and you kind of developed the concept that failure isn't always bad; it's just not for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And no yeah. one really knows that. I
0: I think of it in a way it's kind of like your mistakes you can learn from them if you do good then good for you like there's no negatives to anything you know Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day you are benefiting
1: and then what I usually include when I psychoanalyze someone is the way they lie
0: I'm a horrible liar
1: (laughs) and so well the way you lie is that you don't because you would rather hide a truth than tell a lie And this kind of follows into your communication in that you'd rather like ignore a message or kind of leeway out of a situation than deal with the confrontation because you'd rather keep that truth because you also don't want to hurt your feel your you know your own feelings or someone else's feelings, especially someone else's and so I will also include some of your mannerisms in here. <laughs> and that's just like little things that you do physically um and don't ask how I know these <laughs> it's just um and if these are too real then we can delete some of these if you need to <laughs> but basically when you want a conversation to end your voice kind of dies down and you take a breath <laughs> Nobody, I have I still see it. And then when you change to a different subject, your voice gets higher. <laughs> she's, okay, so Sanjana right now is on silent mode and she's just texting like creepy stalker. <laughs> okay, ready for more? Um, let's go. <laughs> Before you tell a story, you bring your face really forward and say, okay, so... Then your attention span for working is actually every five minutes, but you can hyper focus for hours straight. And I know the five minutes one is actually accurate because I have timed you once. I okay. mean, <laughs> okay, she's typing some creep. Okay. <laughs> and then let's see, your eyes are really loud. Like every you, you don't even need a facial expression. It's, it's just all in your eye, your eyeball. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and then let me tell you something even more funny. <laughs> when you disapprove or you don't like something, you lean back. <laughs> but if you approve and you like it, then you lean forward.
0: I didn't realize I did all of the snakes. I definitely knew. Oh, well, I didn't know. I just, a bunch of people can tell when I'm tired. And I thought I was amazing at hiding it, actually. But clearly not. Oh, <laughs> It's <laughs> so hard. I don't understand how you can and It's, it's exhausting though, because I, I do that with every body.
1: person I meet.
0: <laughs> but I it could be overwhelming, you know, eventually. But I didn't know I leaned in and leaned back. Mm-hmm. I could myself that. do myself doing that. I'm such a bodyful person. I, th- I literally can't hide anything. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: that's kind of cool. Well, like that's about you. You know, I gave you your first impressions, the, like, in the middle impressions, and then um, the way you lie, and then your mannerisms. Should I
0: do mine right now? I, I don't even have that much, so I'll do it. I'll give you the first impression because I don't have
1: anything else because I'm not a psychopath. I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm so, okay. First impression... And her first impression will never be known, nor will the rest of what she was going to say, because that part of the audio has been lost, and it's two days later, and it's almost midnight. So, but, uh, don't you know it's a crime to try to psychoanalyze the wannabe psychologist? Just kidding. Um... I was trying to think of what I could put here, but uh, Sanjana probably won't answer her phone for another three business days as she starts college tomorrow just like I started last week. So um, everyone have a good night, a good day, and and that's on Slice of Life.